Hello and welcome to the second part of our Women in NFTs podcast. My name is Phil Graham, the Global Head of our Investment Funds and Regulatory Group and joined once again by Adriana and Maria. You were both really successful in, in the art world, in, in the fashion world, in the music world, you know, prior to, to NFTs. But what, what made, how, did you, how did you discover NFTs? What, what made you jump in that direction? Why did you realise that was going to be something for you? Adriana, do you want to start with you on that? What made you go in that in that direction? Yes, absolutely. I've always been working mainly around digital art. So it was sort of like a very natural fit for myself. I just saw it immediately like a big piece of puzzle that combined everything I've been doing. I've always been fascinated by digital art in terms of like the possibilities of what I can do with it later on. So Let's say I have a digital illustration, which I can later on animate and also adapt to my music video or also combine it with my music. And also this is the type of commissions I've been doing for other brands. So there's a lot of like uh, mixed media artwork I've been providing for them. And literally in the, it, before the NFTs, the best way for me was just to create it as a commission for a brand. So let's say a brand asked me to create sort of like a series of assets or like uh, art direction pieces which were digital assets, but this was literally, that's where the story finished. It was just there. It was on, let's say, on the website or social media. And uh, I couldn't really sell it before. Like it was, that's it, the, the story ends. So whenever I just discovered the NFTs, it was like, it was a process of understanding it as well. But as soon as I understood that there's the limitless possibility for me to um, combine my artwork and finally sell it as a digital asset, it was just like, that was, it felt like I waited for it all my life because there's a finally for me a way of combining my music and my art and illustration into one. And because it's obviously created digitally, that's even making more things more exciting because I don't have to transfer this into a physical form anymore. Like I don't have to print my NFTs or obviously there's a possibility of that, but I don't think it's as valuable as the original digital artwork. So it gives a lot of possibilities right now for artists like myself who have been mainly doing digital art for like years. And I always felt a bit disheartened that um, in the art world, the digital art has been kind of looked down on. Like it, yeah. somehow there was a stigma around it that, oh, it's digital art. So it's not as valuable as this painting created with the you know oil paints. But I really disagree with this because we are so ahead <laughs> right now as a you know uh, creative community and where art is heading with the 3D and um, you know there's so much beautiful art happening in the digital way. So it's like why would you just look at this down? It's just like um, I was explaining to someone yesterday as well. I think it's a good uh, comparison. It's like yes, we can for example create photography on uh, analog and we can you know go and print them ourselves it's a long-term process as well to get them exposed but we can also use the digital camera and do you think like do, do, does the society think that digital photography is any less valuable than this analog photography i think it's sort of similar thinking it's just the shift yeah. of the mindset so i think that's where it's heading and i that, that i dedicate so much time as well and effort into um educating uh, you know, audience about this, that there's a value in NFTs and it's just the shift in the perception. So that's why I'm so passionate about this. And uh, it, it really allows me to uh, create a bigger vision that I've always wanted to do with um, also unlockable assets 
because I think that's what NFTs is beautiful about it, that it doesn't have to be limited to digital, is that um, whenever I sell an NFT in a smart contract, which obviously regular, regulates what's been, you know, coming up with the NFTs as well, is my collector can receive so much more. I can tell them that, I can make the contract saying that it will also provide you, like Maria said, uh, a piece of music and or even like a physical item, like my piece of uh, fashion clothing. So it's it's really limitless. Makes makes perfect sense. What, what what about you, Maria? What made you what made you jump in this direction? Yeah, actually, I can uh, relate to a lot of what Adriana was saying, but from a different perspective, which is quite interesting. So because my background is in journalism and producing for uh, luxury brands as a producer later on, super closely with a lot of digital artists, especially uh, the shift happened during the pandemic when we were not able to have massive on-ground productions with you know, uh, tens or even sometimes hundreds of people. So we had to come up with creative, innovative way to produce content still while we're you know, confined. And uh, that's when we started working in even luxury brands like Chanel, Dior, Gucci started working uh, super extensively with an incredible, talented digital artists. But uh, as a producer working with them, which is producer is kind of a job where you, uh, I guess, bridge the commercial and the editorial, the commercial and the creative. Uh, and what I found is that commercial campaigns is the only way for them to effectively monetize uh, yeah. for digital artists. So for physical artists, it was still quite easy in a sense that if you're accomplished, you can do, you know, exhibitions, you, your, your works can be sold as they are as a tutorial piece. It's not necessarily related to a brand, but for digital artists, it was very difficult to monetize before the existence yeah. of NFTs and before the adoption of NFTs. So basically amazing, incredible, talented artists who work with all of the top brands. And I think Adriana can also relate to that. They were uh, kind of forced into this path of commercial work only. So you would only collaborate with brands on their campaigns and that's how you would monetize. But for you to right. really do something creative without any kind of commercial intention would be very difficult because who would pay for this? So that kind of blew my mind. And um, while working in production, I was also an investor just on a personal level, uh, starting with socks and then tra transferred into you know the whole crypto ecosystem. And then slowly, of course, found out about NFTs. And when I found out about NFTs, it blew my mind what NFTs can do for artists in a sense that they can now monetize their work in a completely different way. And they can gain this newfound freedom, which never existed before to just go and become their own businesses, their own companies, their own bosses in a sense. They can just create an artwork because they feel passionate about it, not necessarily connected to, again, a commercial incentive. And that blew my mind because um, just open a whole Pandora box of creativity for those artists. And that was actually intention for Shiny uh, to become a platform that elevates, uh, empowers and supports artists who didn't have that monetization model before and specifically artists who are not necessarily tech savvy. So we would take them by the hand and help them transition into Web3. Uh, so that's yep. essentially how Shiny was born and how I got into that world, which seems uh, light years apart, you know, fashion and uh, NFTs, but actually it's not. It's it, it was quite intuitive and it made a lot of sense at the time. Yeah. Absolutely. One, one of the things I loved about Shiny when, when sort of going on your, your, your platform was you've made it very simple for people as well. So, so for those that know a lot about the buzz and, and, and want to try and get in there, it's still quite hard to jump into the NFT space. And there's, there's still so many sort of pitfalls that you have to look out for, but you're trying to make a platform be accessible to everyone. And I think that's so important because you're, you're, you're giving the artist the platform and the ability to monetize, but you're allowing people 
from everywhere to come in and, and, and also access it. That, that if that works, is, is so exciting. So, so no, I understand that completely. I mean, with this Pandora's box, as you describe it, Maria, you know, where does this go? If, if, if you were crystal ball gazing, I think it's close to impossible to do it for anything longer than for the five years, maybe. But where, where, where can you see the NFT world sort of exploding into? It's very exciting. There's so much uh, happening. I think for me, number one, again, as I mentioned, is uh, the freedom and the empowerment of artists that now we see. And I think we discussed this with Adriana in one of the spaces, how individual artists are really be becoming kind of art houses on their own. Yep. And that's what happened in fashion uh, hundreds of years ago when you know all of the key fashion houses were formed, like uh, Christian Dior, like... Uh, Chanel, basically all of the household names were shaped as small family businesses at first. And now that's kind of what's happening, in my opinion, in the NFT world. We see individual powerhouse artists really shaping their own brands. And I think that's really exciting. Uh, independent from big corporations. Obviously, they'll enter. They are entering already. But uh, there is some kind of dialogue. And we see a lot of interesting and creative uh, brands being launched and I think another thing for me is um, cross-platform integration and what yeah. I mean is that um, one of the industries that actually tapped into digital ownership before NFTs is gaming and uh, people I think who experienced you know World of Warcraft and all of those games so in the game within the ecosystem you're able to purchase skins tools weapons you're able to purchase digital assets and use them within the game. Uh, now, the problem with that Web2 mentality, quote unquote, is that you're only able to use them in the game. And if for whatever reason, the game doesn't exist anymore, the game, I don't know, has some kind of upgrades and all of the old skins are outdated, what yeah. you bought, your money, is not your asset anymore. Mm -hmm. So it kind of only exists in a limited capacity. But with Web3 and how it evolves and with NFTs and blockchain, uh, it's, it becomes decentralized and it becomes a cross-platform integration where if you own something, you own, let's say I own Adriana's print, it doesn't matter if, um, I don't know, an OpenSea platform I bought it or I don't know, whatever I bought it, it doesn't exist anymore, I still own it, it's mine yeah. because it's blockchain. So it doesn't matter if individual platforms, that's the whole decentralization aspect and I think that's incredibly exciting. And now we're in this really, really uh, embryo, as you said, stage where um, we're only, we only see it, you know, mostly in relation to art, but now all of the other industries are tapping into the slowly. And that's why the demand for decentralized platforms is so high, because for example, with music, soon we'll need a lot more platforms where you can, you know, play, or maybe you have your own concerts with your songs that you own. And, uh, I think that's an extremely, extremely exciting, uh, you know, future for the NFT world, uh, cross-platform integration. Absolutely, and we're, we're we're seeing so many projects in in the gaming space, in the sports space, in the music space, as well as obviously the art space. So when I talk to people about it who are in this space, they sort of talk about this being very futuristic, and I'm sort of no, no, this is happening right now, you know, and and has been happening for a while, and that that's the incredibly exciting thing we're in. Um, Adriana, I know you you could take your talents in a whole variety of different directions, but 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 in so over the next sort of two three years, where where do you see? you know, what, what you will do going um, and how, what you'll create? That's a good question about, um, yeah, I'm still like, I have to be honest completely as well. Like it's still evolving. It's the NFTs yeah. is such a fast-paced industry that literally daily it's something is happening in the space and sometimes it's hard to keep up with. 
um and to be honest as well like every week i have some new ideas like it's um <laughs> it's just really fast industry and it's very very inspiring in the same at the same time so i definitely would love to create some generative project i have something uh, in my mind that's still building up in my head um i have a visually um i have quite visually evolved it already but uh, what maria said i think what really is fascinating for me about the NFTs is the community, is that I really feel like I've found one of the best tribes I've been looking for all my life as a creative person, that there's so much positivity in there and also so much support. And uh, that really inspires me of going forward and giving back to the, you know, all the people I meet on the way as well. So I think what Maria said as well, what really inspires me a lot is that um, independence that finally creatives can have with their own work is that what wasn't really possible so i definitely will focus on that but i want to give back it's not just something i want to you know be you know growing up as myself as just one artist that's something definitely i have in my mind also obviously the metaverse and uh, digital fashion is something that's been on my in my mind as well that uh, is something i'm looking into because i'm still like sort of you know uh, trying to understand the pace of the industry where it's heading what's maybe going to be the best to invest your time in, because I think time is the essence right now. It's not even about the, you know, funds, but like, what do I want to dedicate my time now into? Because I know that one project in the NFT space is going to take a lot of your effort. So I think it's about being mindful of like, where do, do I want to put my all focus into? And, uh, but it's definitely going to be something about community. I think without the right mindset, it's like, I don't think we will be here. I think all of us here right now, we are aware of the NFTs and we were open-minded to this. And also I think we sort of are having a good approach to, you know, new ideas, but I don't want to grow alone right now. Like I'm really happy to be on this call and meeting all these amazing people on the way right now. It's, I met you and Mark as well in Cayman Islands. I think that's where the power is right now is the community. So definitely something I'm having on my, in my mind. I agree. I, I think the community in this space in particular is, is incredible. Um, I've, I've never quite known anything quite so supportive. And I really could sort of continue talking about this for hours and hours with you both. But you're, you're, you're incredibly busy people. And uh, may I just finally thank you once again for, for dedicating some time to talk to us today. I'm really looking forward to seeing your every success going forward. Thank you.